Shut up, listen up, everybody, what up? Gonna put it in a podcast, but what's up? We talk, we laugh, we sing, we dance, we will do anything if you give us a chance. We'll play one time, it'll help us out. All truth, no lies, no, it's never a doubt. If you like rants, tirades, and honest opinions, we shoot from the hip and we'll hear with precision. Give us one chance to play a Pinky Bros podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Los Spooky Bros. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is our second episode in um, our horror or Halloween anthology series. Um, and I'm joined today by... It's me again, uh, the oldest brother, Armando. Yeah, and uh, Alberto 333. We it seems like we can't get uh Alec to to come out with you. It's either me and him or me and you, but not all of us. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm telling you, it's 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 you're gonna have to decide which brother you prefer because apparently, you know, me and him are are no longer allowed to be in the same in the same room or even on the same episode. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think he he's at a concert, but uh, the Violent Femmes, I think he's gonna go see perform. Um, and if I sound a little groggy, it's for, because I just woke up. I was taking a little uh, nap break, and I am feeling kind of funny. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, you know, I still want to bring this episode to my diehard fans and or our diehard diehard fans. Yeah. Um, All the ones in Germany and Mexico. Yeah. Like the um, two people that, that we know that listen to it. <laughs> I mean, it's like one one or two percent in Germany of all places. I don't know if that's just <laughs> some sort of bug or whatever. But if we do have some German fans, like, yeah, hey, thank you. Um, I don't even know how to say thank you in, in German. I like like, yeah, but weird. I don't know. They come from the land of chocolate. Um, yeah. Homer! Um, yeah, yeah. That was 20 minutes ago. Um, well, yeah, I mean, before we get started, uh, just wanted to check in and see if you've seen any anything horror-related. Horror, I mean, it doesn't have to be horror. Halloween-related um, recently. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if you saw. Well, this isn't horror related. I, I do have one horror because I'm. Uh, I've been starting to watch horror movies um, this this week. Um, the the new Black Panther trailer that came out. No, I didn't. Uh, I I've seen some uh, controversy around it, but I you know I'm just waiting. I'm not in a rush to okay, see. It. Oh, well, well, I mean, I won't. I won't spoil it. Man, it looks good. It looks good. Um, it looks like it's gonna be like sad and beautiful. The, the you know what, uh, Namor being the antagonist, the sub, you know Namor the Submariner, who's basically like Marvel's Aquaman. Even though he pe- predates Aquaman, he's known as like the first mutant in Marvel um, because he was the first mutant to de- debut back in like the you know what was it like the late thirties or forties. Hate hated the like I don't like that character. I've like no nothing about him like strikes me as like yeah he's always been a dick and he's always trying to bang like 
Susan Richards from the, you know, the Invisible Woman from the Fantastic Four. So he's, he's never, he's never gotten, like, if, I've always, like, preferred Aquaman. Um, Aquaman's a badass, you know, and, but goddamn, Ryan Coogler, you, you, you picked, um, you, like, redid the whole Atlantis thing to make it, like, based off of Aztec and Mayan culture, and, oh, man, it looks, it looks beautiful, like, like, the throne that Namor sits on is, like, of, like, the jaw of a megalodon, he, he looks like he's an Aztec warrior, they call him, like, the feathered serpent god, um, he has, like, this, this, like, feathered serpent headdress, and, and Tenoch Huerta, um, who's going to portray him, you know, he's, he's Latino, he's just, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. Um, they kind of revealed, I think, who's going to be the new Black Panther. Um, you know, uh, I already picked my, who I wanted to be Black Panther, the new Black Panther, but it, like, it doesn't matter. Like all those actors are, are great. Um, all and, and yeah, well, I mean, I've, I enjoyed everybody in the Black Panther movie. I don't think anybody gave a bad performance. My biggest issue with the, with the first movie was, uh, was the CGI was yeah. just, just the overabundance of the third, which, you know, happens in like every superhero movie. Um, but this, this, the fact that Chadwick Boseman passed away, I think lends, you know, it, his, his shadow is kind of over it, but not in a sense that I'm going to be like, fuck man, he's not in it. Like his presence is going to be felt. And I think it's going to be felt in, in the way it's meant to be portrayed, you know, in, in loss, and I think everybody's gonna step up their game, so I'm I'm excited for that. Um, then I just saw, you know, I've been watching like TV spots for for Black Adam, and actually I'm actually pretty excited. Like like uh, the JSA's in it, Hawkman's in it, Doctor Fate looks awesome by you know being played by Pierce Brosnan. Um, Cyclone looks cool. Like all the the fact that the Justice Society's in it, um, I'm gonna come around. Like I like Rock sounds like the Rock, like um, but. But I like I'm gonna give him a chance, and I know he loves his character. Uh, so I'm just I just I'm just excited to to see the Rock throw down, and you know I, I kind of like him as a bad guy. Um, I know he's an anti-hero, but um, like <laughs> in Doom, when he was like he was the good guy in that, and then he turns into the bad guy in the last like 30 minutes. Like I don't mind the Rock being you know like a little dark, a little shady, um, not being you know the tooth fairy. Or whatever the game plan type of rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, I'm excited. But um horror wise, you you had told me you had seen the flight part two. Oh yeah. And uh, so I checked it out. It's on HBO Max. Um give it a watch, guys. If you haven't seen it, um I know Alex loves that that effing movie. Um it's it's written by by Shawshank Redemptions. Oh my God! Why can't I think of the director's name? I'm always talking about him too. I know. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Frank Christ! Derenbon. Frank Darabont is written by Frank Darabont, Mick Garris. Uh, Mick Garris. You guys know who Mick Garris is. That guy's written like a lot of. Uh, he's done one of my favorite King book. He did the the Stand. Uh, um, he wrote, he wrote Hocus Pocus. Um, he but. But I watched The Fly um, because you had mentioned it. The Fly Part 2. And um, damn, that movie is freaking mean-spirited, man. 
it is. We were, I think we were talking about how... So the end of The Fly, uh, the main character, Gina, Gina Davis's character, gets impregnated with uh, Jeff Goldblum's baby, who may or may not be a fly. Well, it turns out it's it's an effing fly. So she gives birth to, like, this pupa thing, and, you know, it turns into a kid. And, like, the kid, because he has fly DNA, he, he is growing up really fast. Um... And so by by two years old, he's like 10 and so on. And he lives in this um, like this umbrella corporation. I think it's called Bartok Industries. And yeah, being, yeah, and there's like this guy who's like Mr. Burns, who's like in charge of, you know, Mr. <laughs> and he's like, and he's, like the first scene where he like he comes in, um, he's talking to his board of director and board of directors. And I think I told you it made me laugh where he's like, all of you answer to me. And I answer to no one but to God. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck board meeting is this? Like, Don't um, worry, guys. Yeah, it's just Mr. Bartok again. <laughs> yeah, that crazy Mr. Bartok. Oh, man. But look, yeah, they're super shady. Like, everybody who, who probably works there is, like, some sort of just an asshole. Like, the head of security is played by Optimus Prime actor and like he hates the little kid for no reason like he's introduced in a scene where he's just like using a taser and he's like yeah i'm gonna tase that little creep and i'm like what is why and so the boy (laughs) the boy um jeff goldblum's son he he's really smart and you know and he's growing up really fast and he's uh and you know by the time he's like five i think he's a teenager or like into like young young 20s but he finds out that, you know, he's going to die because he has, you know, this DNA that's making him age fast. And then he falls in love with the only nice person at the at the company. And, you know, and then because he's turning into a fly just like his dad. And he finds out that, you know, that's like he didn't know he was he was he had fly DNA. He just knew he had like some sort of disease that was making him grow fast. And then in the last 30 minutes is like a pure horror like like a practical extravaganza just of gore and blood, like people's heads explode, people's faces melt faces off. Melt, and they're still alive. <laughs> and they're still alive. Like that dude, the security guard, he like, he turns into the, 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 the guy turns into a fly. This giant, like almost eight foot fly, Hulk size fly. No wings. I never understood why none of the flies had wings. Too expensive. The movie is kind of a slow, uh, slower paced movie, I think. Um, and uh, it's not, I'm going to say it's definitely not as good as the first one, but. No, but it's not near it, as it's good a, as the first one. Yeah, it's a decent, it's a decent movie. Um, you know, and. If you. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say that it's worth exploring that world. Um, I was just going to say that afterwards, after I had seen. Uh, part two, you know, I was looking up online like I always do and got a Wikipedia everything. Um, I guess yeah. that the director of the first one had said um, that he was willing, yeah, that he was willing to revisit the first one and tell a different story. But but he, he was like, I'm not going to tell you my idea because I don't want to spoil it. And hmm. I don't know what he was talking 
you know, the way he described it was almost like it'd be a side story, but it would still have Jeff Goldblum. And, and, and he was like, Jeff was like, yeah, you know, I'd be down to come out. You know, if he wants to bring me back somehow, I think it'd be crazy. But like, we could do this. Yeah. Yeah. Cronenberg's had an idea, I think, percolating since like 2015. Because I remember reading up on that. And like, he was always willing to come back to do like some reboot or sequel or, so, or something um, like a different take, something like more modernized take. Like the one, the first fly um, is basically it's, it's a character study almost. And it's the, the way it's portrayed. It's almost like the AIDS crisis, like what the underlying theme was like when you, when AIDS was like at its peak um, and how, you know, all these young um, men would like start withering away because of the, you know, because of AIDS, um, and just like that. Yeah. or like a cancer, um, like because they they just their their body is deteriorating, and then you know, and and they they're not they're not looking like they once were, um, but yeah, I mean, the flight two is yeah, the flight two is like a, just like a like a popcorn flick, a creature feature. B like straight up B movie. There's no nuance to it, um, but that's not a bad thing. I mean, it's fun. Like I said, the last half hour is just blood and gore, and, and just it's so gooey and mean spirited. Um, and and it's it's just fun to see the those special effects because I always I, I always get, you know gear more towards practical effects. Um, and but the first one, yeah, the first one, I I can't wait. I'm later this this month um just i just want to revisit it uh just because i grew up loving that movie um and it's both sad and scary and and it's yeah every, it's like it's everything it's, you want in a horror movie yeah and yeah i just i can't i can't wait to re-see that one but in both of them if you guys are willing to check it out they're both on hbo max right now um the only other thing i've, I've seen was uh and I was excited to watch this, um, but it kind of turned out to be like a eh, movie. Was uh, my best friend's Exorcism? Um, <laughs> this was a this was a movie based off of a book. Um, have I started reading it? And I'm, I didn't get to finish it. Um, I was like halfway. Um, I'm trying to think of the writer, the writer of the book, Owen Grady. He wrote. Um, the final girls, uh, what was it? The final, oh, the final girl support group. Which, yeah, which if you guys haven't read, it's great. Like I want to see that as a TV show or a movie. Um, but my best friend's exorcism was is basically like two, two kind of like Mean Girls if it was like put in you know the nineteen late nineteen eighties, um, and basically it's two best friends who, who obviously the prettier one gets possessed. Uh, by a demon and then the the not so pretty one the quote-unquote not pretty one um has to like save her soul and the trailer made it look fun like you know they had 80s music uh and and it, it looked it didn't i i thought it was gonna be pg-13 i think it was rated r uh, but watching it it's like why why was it rated r like there's it's kind of a man movie. It's 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 not very funny and it's not very scary, and that's what 
you know, that's what it was basically trying to tell you. It's like, it's going to be a fun, scary movie. Um, and it's, it's kind of boring. And I think that's the biggest letdown. One is of the, the worst. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, it's like a nothing movie. And the fact that it takes place in the eighties from like maybe a few music and, you know, like pop culture references, like why was it made supposed like why would it be placed in the eighties? Use the the year that it's supposed to take place into effect. Um and like when I when I read the book, basically that's like the first ten minutes, even though I think it was like the first fifty pages that I read or whatever. And like I, I felt more connected to the characters in the book than I did in the movie. Uh do the thing where it's like they instead of showing they tell and that's like if you're gonna like movies are a visual or you know a visual medium like show the things like i did best friends since since they were little kids um but they don't show that and so i'm like i don't really care about the relationship um you know there's some vomiting in there like the exorcist and but it's and it's it's fine it just it it didn't make me laugh, like it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. you know, it could have it could have it could have been a lot funnier, and it could like if you're gonna those and The Exorcist, like those are two probably like some of the best movies in their own genre, and it's like you kind of just make a fizzle version of it. Um, I mean, the actors did what they could. Um, the director I've never heard Damon, Damon Thomas. I never heard. I've, I've not seen I Wikipedia like you said I, as soon as the movie was over I Wikipedia this person I'm like okay who is this guy like, I, didn't, I didn't see anything else um, the writer had written some like I think like a family episode and a Rick and Morty episode or something but, <laughs> but yeah so that my my horror viewing experience hasn't been have, I guess hasn't started with a bang yet before we started this I uh, um, I started watching Hellraiser um, the original one, uh, just on? because the, uh, they're both hell. If you guys are going to watch Hellraiser, just watch one and one and two and maybe part four. I actually don't mind part four. Um, they're both on, uh, Amazon. Um, so Hellraiser and, and Hellbound Hellraiser two. Um, so I'm about to watch, I was, I was just in the middle of watching the first one. I just started it because the new one's coming out, the, the reboot or the remake. Um, I think comes out this Friday on Hulu. So I kind of wanted to like, you don't need to watch these movies to watch the new one, but I kind of wanted to revisit them because it's been a while since I've seen them. And I know Hellraiser used to freak me out, um, when I was, when I was little. Um, so, so what about you? Have you seen anything else or? Uh, I haven't, yeah, I haven't started doing my, uh, <laughs> horror watching yet. Um, you know, for some reason, it feels like uh, uh, October creeped up out of nowhere. But um, you know, it did. It, yeah. So I, I've been watching, or at least I've been looking to see what's on sale because I do really like uh, the sales they have during uh, October. Um, and um, you know, there's nothing really that exciting right now that's been. You were talking about Stephen King earlier, and. And that's on my to watch list is The Shining, uh, Doctor Sleep, 
um i've seen them already but you know i i do love those movies um yeah and then sleep is great uh again that um stephen king um the stand i a lot of people have said that that new one sucks i've seen all the reviews and stuff and it's currently on sale i think uh, on uh voodoo um but i i don't want to buy just that they're selling a two-pack at best buy well or you know anywhere i guess uh of the original the stand and then the new one uh but it's like 30 Um, bucks so i don't really want to spend that you know i do i i I love the original uh, TV special one. Uh, I saw it not too long ago. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Some effects maybe don't hold up and costumes or whatever. But, but man, that I thought it was legit. Like, it, it was still a very well done special. Um, well, but, yeah, because we to do that. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the, the one I did buy... Um, I just bought it like a few hours ago. Uh, They came out with the documentary or behind the scenes of the original TV special of It. And so I'm excited to watch that. Um, It, you know, that movie affected me when I was a kid. Uh, Really scary, creepy, terrifying. Um, And it stuck with me as an adult as well. And I watched that one not too long ago. And, I think it it is so superior to the new it, which I thought was crummy. Uh-huh. It's one of that. Well, I know that most people say uh, of the new it retelling, retelling or whatever that part one is way. I mean that it's really well done, and then the second part sucks, um, but. I mean, I don't know. What what were you going to say? Oh, no. Well, that's what I say. Did you think all of it was crummy of like chapter uh, one and two of the of the retelling? Because I I really enjoyed You know what? I actually enjoyed both. My only gripe with the second one, the second part of uh, uh, chapter two was I feel like everybody loved those kids so much and with great like and they should because those those kids were great. Um, now they're in their 20s or whatever. But like, I think that was their crutch for the second one. It's like I wanted to see the adults. I was like, this was your chance to kind of like, like overcome the hurdle of of the second half of it, the original, the 90s series, because a lot of people don't like the, the adult portion. I don't have any issues with. With it, like I, enjoy, I, I love it. I love both, I guess, versions. I just thought that the fact that they ended up using the kids a lot in the second one was like a detriment to to that story. But like Bill Hader gives a hell of a performance, and the and the one that plays uh, Eddie, um, he he also knocks it out of the park. And the dude, the dude, well, I think everybody, all the adults, do a great job um, in in the movie. I just feel like they. They were like, man, everybody loved the kids so much. We had to bring them back. And uh, yeah, to the yeah. they had to, like CGI, what's his name? Finn. Oof, come on, guys. Like, just focus on the adults. Like, <laughs> things can be scary as an adult. Like, um, but no, I mean, yeah, it, it was was a big thing. I don't know if you remember. We used to, back when we used to hang out with like, with like Pola, Romina, um, our cousins, Michael and Junior. We when the time the few times we would hang out with, with you know with each other, 
Um, we used to call ourselves the Loop. Remember that? Uh, no, not at all. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, that was. It was only for like two minutes because it was. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety when it came out. So, um, so I think it was like eight. Um, you had to be like what? Just a couple of like four. four? I don't know, six. But um, but yeah, we used to walk around just like you know, um, in the in the backyard and stuff, and just pretend we were like the Losers Club because that movie, because we were we we looked at those kids, and I think that was the first time we saw something where we were like, like holy cow, we're in the horror movie. Like it's it's about kids, you know. Yeah. Like you yeah. would always see the teenagers, but this were like almost little kids, you know, yeah. like not yet puberty has hit. Um, so, so I thought, I think that's, you know, there's a lot of movies. Stephen King's been part of our lives since like the beginning, um, you know? Yeah. But, that's why but, yeah. Yeah, it's always been, um, you know, really, really huge impact, but yeah, I just bought that. So I'm excited to get into that. Um, and yeah, I mean, we'll see, I'll do a quick review on that later when we get to it. Um, tonight's main focus, I guess, is just um, another kind of ghost story. Um, and I, I was going to tell them, so because you did one yesterday, but I think mine are both kind of short. So I'm just going to tell two of them back to back just because they're, I think, really short. I don't really, I mean, honestly, I've, I've never seen anything like supernatural or whatever, so that's why I, I, it's almost it almost feels disappointing. Um, but I, I mean, you know, I like I remember telling Katrina like oh, I'd like to just see a ghost, like I just want to see something, you know. Um, but but you know, we'll take a quick break and then we'll get right into it. So we'll be back, and we're back. So, you know, I'm I'm thinking, man, these are going to be really short stories. Um, but, you know, I'll just get right into it. Anything you want to say before I start? Uh, no, just just I hope they're as so pants. That's what no, I want. We can't say that on on this uh, podcast. Oh, I want to make poopy <laughs> pants. Baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah. made a boom boom. <laughs> okay so take it away yeah okay all right so this this is a true story and it's probably more weird than anything but um yeah there's nothing supernatural or maybe there is who knows maybe it's just a bunch of kids but so back in grade school um i'm forgetting what what grade it was sixth or seventh grade maybe um you know back in grade school we used lunch cards for you know going to lunch we had to present the card and then we would get the lunch and all of them had our names on them well i remember getting my lunch card um and and I had it, you know, you would get it right, you know, maybe a class or two before lunch. And, and I remember getting mine. And when I got mine, it had a sticky note on the back. It had a sticky note that said, call me with the phone number on it. 
I just thought that was the weirdest thing. Like, you know, what, what, what is this? You know, what, call me, what, you know, I had no idea what this was. And what makes it even weirder is the teacher hands you the lunch card. So, so, you know, what happened in between there, you know? So I yeah. remember showing uh, my friend that card and being like, you know, what the heck is this? You know, who someone's playing around with me, like wanting me to call them. They must be desperate. And um, it's some like lonely girl or something like that has the hots for me. And so we were laughing about it. And and he took the sticky note, crumbled it up and and, you know, tossed it and part of me was just like really curious like oh damn like i would have liked to to call to see what that was about but you know i was never like, able to get that phone number again because he, the room he threw it in we couldn't go back into and so it was whatever and then maybe a day or two later the same thing happens that you know i I got the lunch card again. And this time it was written right on the back. No sticky note. Just someone took a pen and wrote on there. No phone number this time, but it said call exclamation point. And I I think I had shown that to the teacher or when I had to turn it in, the teacher saw it and got upset at me. And I told him like, I did not do this. It's not my thing. Why would I write on the lunch card? I And it makes no sense. Why am I going to put call? So, you know, that went away. I turned it in, whatever. And, and then, you know, some time passed and it never came up again, but it was so weird. But this one time, I don't, I want to say maybe a week later, when we were, you know, this is back at the house and we're going to the garage, you know how we have to walk through that little gangway. Um, on the side of the house was written the same words in the same way, call me. And, and that was the weirdest thing. How the heck? So, so it's showing up from from lunch from school being like oh it's just a whatever someone playing around to now it's written on the side of my house of my house where i live and that's when it freaked me out and i i just thought it was i i don't know you know to this day thinking about it like it it is a little freaky um because who who could have done that someone would have to have found out where I lived. Um, and and that's why I think it, it, it's pretty scary because, again, that fear of the unknown. I don't know what that was about. Um, and And no one has ever come forward and said, hey, it was me messing around with you or this or that. So, so yeah, that's my that's my little freaky story. So you, I, I don't, did you ever tell this? I, I don't think I knew about this. This is messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I told you. Maybe Alex I told, but um, yeah. I mean, right. It's, it's weird. 
the fact that it came up in three and already and you already have this thing with the number three because you always tend to like wake up at like three thirty three and <laughs> your your name is Albert and it's just where was it on the house? Was it on a sticky note or what was it? No, it was written like as if someone took um, like a rock and just like scratched the side of the house, you know, because the and side of the house wrong? is like brick or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, that's even worse. Yes. That's <laughs> why. Yeah. No, it, it's it's what well, I mean, you Damn. know, our listeners, our listeners don't know. But, you know, like we're very, I think, um a secure house like you know whenever we when we used to live at the house i think like we would always notice all the little things if someone opened the gate the front gate to our house if someone mm-hmm. walked down the stairs we would always take notice if it wasn't us then it was my dad you know and and me one of my favorite pastimes was always looking out the window so yeah you know just to see what's out there um, but so for something like that to happen without us noticing is strange, you know? No, that's uh, like an invasion. That's an invasion of pr- like property. That's no hell no. I'd be like, what the? F-? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's why you know it's it's not supernatural. But I mean, I I've come to terms like that. It had to have been a friend, you know, it had to have been someone like that. And, you know, but but then, you know, I start asking questions like, well, none of the friends ever fessed up to it. And how would a friend get access to those lunch cards before the teacher? You know, the teacher would get them. And unless I don't know, I mean, but but yeah, that's 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 story number one. Yeah, because I mean, I remember we would we, when they would pass out those little white lunch cards, you know, with our name and those num those numbers on them or whatever. Um, but I, yeah, I, I can't remember if it was did the teacher pass them out. I always felt like like maybe a, the kids were designated. Like there was you would always have like a a chore, or whatever. Like oh, you're gonna be the one that's outside at three p.m. You know, with the barricades, and oh, you're gonna yeah. be the card but but no the fact that the the fact that it happened in class because i mean i can be like oh man that was totally me i'm such a fucking asshole you know i would do that to you um but obviously i would not have access to you you know um in school because by that time i think i was already in high school um yeah if it was one of the later grades and it's like yeah no that is that is well i guess so there's the poopy yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's coming out. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but oh, yeah, no, that, that's messed up. Now, now, yeah, I don't feel so secure. Yeah, I, I mean that. I think that's one of the the first times uh, I ever like really freaked out at at something real because, uh, again, like even if thinking like, oh, it's some sort of ghost or something, like, no, it's. It, it it was something physical. Someone had to have done that. And yeah. It's crazy, like, oh, is it really gonna be some kid that hey, I'm gonna play a prank on this guy and go to his house and, and do like Yeah, it, it's that's taking it far. Yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I never found out who it was or whatever. But, you know, it's cool that it happened because I think it does make for an interesting story. Uh, I wish there was, like, more detail or I might have forgotten other details. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch the video of this later and we're going to find out that there was, like, this serial killer. And if you ever called, he'd, like, he'd kill yeah. you. So you probably... You probably like saved yourself by never calling the number. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was gonna say maybe we can take a a break and then uh, come back with that second story. Scary story number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this story is in line with um, the story that you told about aliens. Um, you know, yeah, I've never outgrown my fear of them. Um, <laughs> I think they just, they freak me out. Um, you know, ghosts, I think whenever they're portrayed, they're kind of just like, uh, you know, and like they mumble and sometimes like they're, they're not, they're not like intelligent beings. You know what I mean? Um, but with aliens, I feel like what makes them scary is like, these guys have a purpose and they're super intelligent and they're going to come at you like, like it's a job, you know, we're just going to do this as a matter of fact, and we're going to take you back into our spaceship and we're going to research and experiment on you, you know, and it's, and, and they have no regard for, for your feelings. They don't care if you feel ashamed. They don't care about any of that. Um, so no, we're, just know, we're just yeah <laughs> i i mean yeah so they're to me they're still very very terrifying um but the story that i wanted to tell was again when i was living back uh at the house uh not this house um and i was sleeping by myself in that room um and the bed was right next to the window, you know, it's always been there. And sometimes that window would freak me out. I think like how you were saying, um, because that's where they can come in. And, yeah, and like, I, I got nowhere else to run, you know? Um, so they could easily get me from there. So this one night, um, man, I felt it. And I, the little that I remember was, was I think I was just like having a fun day. I was, I was at like some amusement park, like six flags, or, uh, six flags or something. And um, I was on a roller coaster and then things just started to go downhill from there. Um, and so it's kind of weird. Well, okay. So, so, I think my mind started going and thinking like the first thought that I had was don't think about, don't think about her. Don't do it. Do not think about, Oh, wait a minute. You thinking about it, about her now gives her power. Great. Now she found us and now we're dead. So yeah. So, so the, the idea was that, there was some sort of, oh, 
you know who it was um you know raggedy ann from the conjuring okay so so i don't know if you've ever seen raggedy ann the 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 actual thing from the conjuring what it's based on um it the original yeah yeah not that annabelle bull uh (laughs) yeah but not the 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 yeah the raggedy ann doll is much more terrifying I think there's a picture of the what are their names? The Warrens. Um, the Warren. Yeah, the, there's a picture of them like holding the doll and like removing it from from the property. And I think when I saw that picture late at night, you know, it must have crept into my dreams, and my mind started forming this whole thing where, you know, because she is real, like regardless if she has powers or not, it is something that. <laughs> they think happened or whatever. Um, but my dream started pushing me in the direction that like, if you think about her, you give her energy, you give her power and she knows that you're the one thinking about her. So that started freaking me out. And, and I think I, in reality, I started sweating. I, and and this is where it got really bad because, like I said, I was on a roller coaster trying to not think about it. But by then it was too late. I start, Once you start thinking about it, it's already there. Um, and so I start sweating. I start getting hot. And I'm feeling all of this. I'm feeling it all in real time, like on my body. And that's when I see a bright bright light and the next thing i know is i'm a i'm on board a spaceship i'm with a bunch of aliens on their bed and they're just they're just going at me they're they're examining me they're they're looking at me in every which way and and i'm feeling this heat and and i i I start crying uh, I start tearing up and there's nothing I can do. And, and I, I, I eventually wake up and this is, this is where it gets even worse that like, I, 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 I wake up, I wake up in real life and I can't move my body. My body just won't move, but my eyes start going back and forth and Again, I start crying. I can feel the warm tear running down the side of my face. And and I, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I felt someone was behind me, like right above my head. Um, and, and I knew it was, it was an alien that had brought me back to make sure that I just didn't say anything. And he was just making sure that I looked normal enough that you know, he could drop me off. And I I was trying my best to escape. I was trying my best to call out for someone. And I think it, it took me a few tries, but but I was like, help, help me. And and that that's that's when it stopped. I I was I was let go. I, I could finally move. But it was, but after all that, like my eyes were watery, 
I was sweating, you know, there were still tears on me and, and it, I, I felt terrible. It was that I want to say was the worst, like that was the scariest thing I've ever been through. Um, and nothing's ever come close to that. Um, and, uh, you know, after, after that, I had researched and found out that I guess that's a phenomenon that some people have experienced. Uh, some people call it the old hag's curse or mm-hmm. it's, it's just sleep paralysis, I think. Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, and, and it's, it is legit terrible. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, you really do feel like something is above you and to the side of you, behind you, and you cannot do anything about it. And I, I really wonder why the body thinks like it's some sort of danger. But, but yeah, I, I couldn't speak. Like even asking for help, I, I, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't move. And it, it was a terrible experience. Yeah, I don't know if you've uh, ever experienced anything like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have, and not to the extent that you probably experienced because yours sounded worse, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we can probably continue that, um, as week, um, hopefully you're supposed to get our youngest, our baby brother on here to talk about it, uh, to talk about any weird stuff that's happened with him. I also have one weird story. So I'll, I'll bring that up. Um, <laughs> okay. but, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, that was, I, though, I've never heard those stories. And yeah, I'm, that first one really freaked me out. Cause I was like, how the hell would do that? <laughs> Maybe I should have ended uh, on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, to that, that alien one, the, the paralysis thing. Ugh, yeah. I mean, but we can continue it. Um, but, but yeah, get, get to, get to watching some horror movies so we can do re- Halloween is coming up, like the actual Halloween ends or whatever. Yeah. Um, so maybe we should do one of those. Yeah, Halloween ends for now. <laughs> Ugh, um, yeah, until we need more money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully whoever is listening to this, you enjoyed it or thought it was, at the very least, hopefully you think, well, that was weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, hopefully we get some, some other people to share their stories. Um, because mm-hmm. I love hearing these stories probably more than telling them because I got nothing to tell, but yeah, so I'm <laughs> excited. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us, and we hope to hear from you, see you, whatever. We love you, <laughs> we do, <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, yes. bye bye. <laughs> All right, see you, see ya. <laughs>